0: Welcome to this message from Alpha and Omega Ministries International. We value the Word of God as an instrument of growth in our lives, using it to mend our ways, align our thinking, and ultimately bring restoration. We trust that you will be blessed and encouraged by what we have to share. Tonight I am going to do something I have not done in many, many months, probably years, I will endeavor to minister to you directly from my heart without any notes, and the reason for that is because even though I have prepared a message for you today being Resurrection Sunday, uh, something happened last night and early this morning that... I began to understand the Lord wanted me to change direction or rather focus in what he would have us to ponder on and meditate on today. So my message will not be in line with teaching, but I would rather say more prophetic. I would uh, like to call it a prophetic call for us at this time and in this hour as I began to discern and to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to my heart. I will give you a bit of a background concerning my decision today. Last night, we had what we call a Greek outreach or rather a session in the Greek language, which is um, a group of people that have been walking with me for many years and we have launched this since the beginning of January, wanting to minister to my folk in our own mother tongue. So every two weeks, we gather together from various places. We have a time of fellowship, of prayer, and then, of course, the ministry of the Word. Last night, I have asked Brother George, a colleague and a long-standing relationship with whom we go back more than 30 years to bring the ministry of the Word to us. The Word that he brought was challenging, needless to say, the least, and he spoke about how far do we desire to go with God. He emphasized the danger of being complacent when it comes to the things of God, when it comes to spiritual growth and development. And he cautioned us against that and challenged us that through obedience we need to launch out into the deep. In other words, he spoke about how God wanted to do much more or give us much more or share more of his glory and more of his power with us if we are willing to pay the price and go all the way with the Lord. Well, that night I went to bed and in the early hours of the morning I had a dream, and I believe it was a prophetic dream. I saw Brother George standing at the door of my house calling out to me, saying, man of God, prepare, prepare. It's time for preparation and spiritual readiness. As the dream ended, I woke up from a deep sleep with the Holy Spirit using my mouth and speaking to myself, saying, God will do nothing unless we are prepared and spiritually ready to walk with him or to move with him to new places. And so these thoughts dominated my thoughts throughout the day, most of throughout the day. And I began to see that the Lord wanted me to change direction in the message that I was uh, to deliver today. What I want to speak to you about today is, what is God saying to us right now? What is God speaking to you and me? There is much that God desires to reveal to us in terms of revelation knowledge in terms of spiritual growth and development, in terms of advancing the influence of the kingdom of God. And there is much that God desires to do and work in our midst. But the truth of the matter is that, spiritually speaking, we are not adequately prepared or ready to move with God into those areas where He desires to take us. And to give you an example, a number many years ago, when the Lord was bringing a major change or transition into my life in ministry, God began to alert me on the necessity of being adequately prepared before I make the move or before I transition into what God had prepared for me. And when I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, what are you saying? He said, son, I am bringing major changes into your life, personally, into your family, and into your ministry. Unless your mind is renewed and you are adequately prepared, not just spiritually, but mentally and emotionally, you would not be able to make this transition And move into places that I have already prepared for you. And he talked to me about the importance and the principle of adequate preparation. Imagine, if you would, that you develop a desire and you would like to run a marathon. And you show up on the day of the marathon without any preparation whatsoever, without adequately going through the exercises that you need to do before you run the marathon. Guess what will happen to you as you start to run? You will never make it. You may be able to run, especially if you fit a couple of kilometers, but then you will collapse. Why? Because you have not prepared for such a race. And so God, before he moves us into new areas... Before he takes us into places which he has already prepared for us, the first thing that he does is to prepare us spiritually, mentally, and emotionally so that we can make the transition in the smoothest and most, um, in, in the most easiest way. Well, when I asked the Lord, what is it that you would have me to do, Lord, in order to prepare myself? And God began to show me the importance of spiritual disciplines. I know many of us don't like that word, disciplines. But nevertheless, just like our physical body needs certain exercises in order to keep fit and strong and healthy, even so mentally and spiritually as well as emotionally, there are spiritual disciplines that we must engage in so that we can be adequately prepared and spiritually ready and alert. so when God moves, we are able to move, <coughs> excuse me. We are able to move with him. The words that rang, strong in my mind this morning as I woke up from a deep sleep, is that God will do nothing unless we are adequately prepared and spiritually ready to move and to run with Him. You see, the danger of being complacent is very real. And most of us, we become complacent and self-satisfied with what we have of God. We become indifferent when it comes to spiritual things. When we neglect our prayer time, when we neglect seasons of fasting, when we give in to the flesh again and again, our spiritual senses become dull and we become unfit or out of shape, if I can put it that way, spiritually speaking. And unless we get into shape, we're not going to see the move of God the way our heart desires to see. Sure, we long to see the greater works. We long to see God move in our midst, answer our prayers, develop uh, uh, spiritually as we take on new challenges. But that desire, if it is to be materialized, We need to cooperate with God and co-labor together with God in order for Him to bring us into a state of spiritual readiness. I guarantee you that most of us, if God were to speak to us in an audible voice, we would not even understand what He's saying. Why is that? Because our spiritual senses have become dull dull from giving into the flesh, dull from neglecting the study and the meditation of God's Word, the neglect of our fervent prayer, seeking God's face diligently with our whole heart. Well, many years ago, as I shared that testimony with you, the Lord began to teach me and instruct me how to become spiritually fit in order to transition into the place that God had called me. It was a major transition. Leaving one country, moving into the next. Leaving my place of employment, being a businessman, and transitioning into a full-time minister of the gospel. Having three children. My financial status began to change. All of those things And God cautioned and warned me. And this is what the Lord told me to do. He said, I want you to pray more than you've ever prayed before. I want you to spend time praying in the Spirit, not just with your natural mind, but I want you to pray spiritual prayers, praying in other tongues, praying in your heavenly language, because your mind cannot grasp some of the things that you are going to be encountering or facing as you make this transition but my spirit through the help of my spirit within you you will be able to pray through those challenges and those things you will be facing and i will bring you into a state of readiness spiritually mentally as well as emotionally so i began to pray more than I've ever prayed. He also said to me, I want you to fast as much as you can. I recall twice, at least twice a week, I would spend time fasting and praying, both with my natural mind as well as praying in the Spirit. And within a matter of months, I sensed the faith of God rising up within me. I was ready to transition. I was ready to face the challenge and make the move in obedience to God. And it was one of the most blessed transitions that I have had. Years later, when we came to Cape Town, we started the church with only Greek-speaking people. And we went for months, in fact, I would say about three years. And year after year, we would have no success. We became stuck. We had a few people in the church, and those few that got born again, they were frightened and chased away by the Greek priest. We faced persecution, and it was as though we were not moving forward. So I began to pray again, engaging God with the same principles that he has taught me. And for weeks and months, I would pray in the Spirit. I would seek the face of God diligently. I would fast regularly, endeavoring to catch the mind of the Spirit, because my mind was focused only on Greek people. It was was going in one direction. And yet in that direction that we were going as a fellowship, it produced no fruit and no results. And so, as I began to search the heart of God, revelation knowledge flooded my mind and I could see things I had not seen before. God was making another transition in my ministry to shift from the Greek focus onto all nations. And as a result of that revelation, I opened my heart to all nations. We opened our church to all kinds of people, black and white, South Africans, Greek-speaking, Portuguese, all nations, and the church began to grow, and we experienced a great blessing. But that blessing came as a result of engaging God. Some of you are spiritually stuck. Others are financially stuck. You are in a cycle of of being stuck in one place, not moving, not making any progress, not advancing, not, not advancing or developing spiritually or financially or in any other area. What you need to do is to adequately prepare yourself to make a move, to transition from one state into another. And in order to do that, we need, most of all, revelation knowledge. I believe that the greatest battles that are fought today in the realm of the Spirit, the wars that are being fought, is in the area of revelation knowledge. The enemy hates revelation knowledge coming from God. Because once we receive knowledge and spiritual understanding, We are able to move forward. We are able to capture new territory. We are able to see the greater works of God as we step out in obedience to what we hear from the Spirit of God. And to receive revelation knowledge, our spiritual senses need to be awakened. Our spiritual antennas need to be up and ready to receive the signals from heaven. But unless we engage God seriously and we begin to seek His face diligently with a whole heart, we will not be able to receive the kind of knowledge that is required to make spiritual, financial, and emotional progress. This is important, folks, and if I hear the Lord correctly, He is saying to us, My son, My daughter, it's time to shape up. You're out of shape spiritually. Your spiritual senses have grown dull. You're not able to hear my voice when I speak to you. You're not able to move with me. Therefore, I cannot move unless you're ready to run with me, ready to move with me into those areas that I have prepared for you to move into. And so, this is is what we call the principle of adequate preparation and spiritual readiness. The word of the Lord, both in the Old Covenant and in the New Covenant, God encourages his people to seek him, to seek his face evermore, fervently, diligently. Jeremiah chapter 29 says, And if you seek me, With your whole heart, you will find me. And then he says, I will return your captivity. I will bring you into the promises that I have promised you. But there has to come a serious searching and seeking the face of God. James tells us, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. You know, sometimes we feel or we think that we are waiting on God to move. On the contrary, we're not waiting on God. God has been waiting on us. And for some of us, he has been waiting a long, long time to rise up from complacency, from spiritual lethargy. Rise up and take hold of God through those spiritual disciplines that He has given us through His Word. God is waiting on us. What's He waiting for? He's waiting for you to seriously engage God through those spiritual weapons and disciplines that He's given us. If we continue to neglect our time of prayer, fervent prayer, I'm not just talking any kind of prayer, where our heart is hungry and thirsty for the things of God, for the things of the Spirit to be revealed to us and for God to show us the things that He has prepared for us and truly seek Him with all of our heart, we're not going to find Him. You see, God has nothing for those who are not spiritually thirsty or hungry. Jesus promised that only those who hunger and thirst will be filled. I believe that complacency is one of the greatest enemies of spiritual growth and development. When we become content and satisfied with what we have of God, when we think we have arrived and we just coast along, no seeking of God, no fervent prayer, when we neglect the study, the true study, and the meditation of God's Word, when that is not becoming our daily diet, our spiritual senses begin to grow dull. When we neglect times of fasting, of setting time aside and drawing aside to be with God, denying the flesh, You see, giving into the flesh dulls our spiritual senses. And we give into the flesh not just when it comes to food and drink, when it comes to entertainment, when it comes to spending time with things that are not profitable, they are not edifying. The Apostle Paul said, All things are allowed, but not all things, and all things are permissible, but not all things edify. When we give in to those fleshly desires again and again from day to day, our spiritual senses grow dull and we become out of shape. And that's what happens in the physical also. When you indulge in food and drink again and again and again, what happens? You become physically unfit, fat, not not agile not fit, physically speaking. The same thing happens to us in the spirit. We become dull, unable to hear. You see, you may think, oh, God is not speaking to me. No, he's speaking all the time. It's not that he's not speaking. Very often we are unable to hear what he's saying. Why? Because we are spiritually not prepared. So this message, this prophetic call, I hear the Father's heart crying out to His people, get into shape. Get ready, folks, spiritually speaking. God wants to run with you. He wants to take you into new adventures, and you're never too old or too young to move into new things. If you are stuck, you need to engage God with those spiritual disciplines that I have mentioned. There is much more that God wants to do. He's not finished with you or I. No matter what stage you're in, there's always room for growth and development. There is always room for new things. Amen? God wants to show you new things that you do not know He wants to speak to you words that you've not heard before, show you things that are hidden from your eyes right now. But there is a cost and there is a price that we must pay for that kind of revelation. It doesn't come cheap. It comes with a price. As we deny our flesh and as we seek the the face of the Lord diligently, So that is the call of God. Be adequately prepared. Amen? God wants us spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, and mentally fit and ready to run the race with Him. We are in a race. And we must run, but we must run according to the rules, the Apostle Paul says. So this is the disciplines that we need to engage on as God waits for us. We're not waiting on him. He's waiting on us. And as I've mentioned to you, if you feel yourself that you are stuck in a rut, either spiritually, some of us emotionally, others maybe physically, stuck with an illness, stuck with a a depression, you may be stuck financially, there seems to be no end to the financial crisis that you're in from one crisis to the next, then it's time. It's time to seek the Lord. If you're stuck in a habitual sin that you can't seem to to get ready to be set free from it, no matter what you've done in the flesh or in the natural, you, you tried to fight it, you wrestled with it, you fought with it in your mind, and time and time again, you seem to be in that cycle, in that, in that, in that prison, unable to be set free. Well, it is time to engage God seriously, fervently, with these spiritual disciplines that God has given us. Begin small. Don't jump into it. If you're not used to praying for an hour, don't try and pray for an hour. Begin small. Begin with 15 minutes if you're not used to spending and waiting on God. If you're not used to fasting, don't try to fast for a day unless you learn to fast for a meal. Amen? The other day I had a testimony of, of, of someone who said to me, Pastor, I need to shut those doors which the enemy finds entrance into my life. That, 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 that Concerning uh, seeing things on TV that we are not supposed to be looking at, hearing things we're not supposed to be hearing at, shut those doors. Discipline yourself. Go to bed early in order to rise early, that you can spend time with God, and don't give me a whole lot of excuses why you don't have time. Of course, all of us have the same time, but the principle is this. You will always have time for what you love, what you devote yourself. Amen? So that's why I believe the Lord had me to change this message today and to give a sort of a prophetic call out to you. Get ready. God is about to take you onto new challenges, God is about to open up new horizons for you, God is about to give you greater territory to manage. And if you're not fit, You will remain in the same place, and that won't be God's fault. Are you still out there? Hallelujah. Engage God. Repent for your complacency. Say, Lord, I'm sorry. I have been complacent. I have been lazy when it comes to my Bible reading to studying the Word of God. I would rather listen or do something else than study the Word. I repent for my spiritual apathy. I repent for my spiritual indifference. I don't want to remain in the same place. Please, do not take your hand off of me. Continue to discipline me. Continue to correct me. Continue to have mercy upon me. And be patient with me as I seek out your grace and your mercy to bring about some transformation and change in my life. I'm sick and tired of being in the same place, seeing the same things, hearing the same things. Long enough I have dwelled around this mountain. I want to experience more of you, more of your grace, more of your love, more of your mercy. I want to climb further than I have climbed. I want to go further with you than I have ever gone. I want to go deeper with you in the things of the Spirit than I have ever gone. Let your soul cry out to God. God will always answer a desperate cry. And sometimes, unless we get desperate enough, God will not respond. He wants to see that you mean what you say. You mean what you pray. Especially when you add fasting to it. You are willing to deny one of the strongest desires that a human being has. The desire to satisfy the flesh, to eat and to drink. When we begin to do that, God responds. As we draw near to God, He draws near to us. And when he does, he changes us. He reveals himself to us, and we are never again as we go through those God encounters. Time and time again, when God began to to reveal to me there's a new season coming. Andrea, get ready. Long enough, you've been in the same place. I've got other things for you, new things. Get ready. No transition has come in my ministry or my personal life without engaging God fervently. Even now, I'm feeling, Lord, I've been here in this mountain long enough. My soul craves for more of you. I want to experience greater, adv- greater challenges. I want to go further with you than I've ever gone. Help me, and do not leave me in the place that I have been for the last few years. What about you? Have you noticed any spiritual growth and development and advancement? Have you experienced lately any liberty and freedom in certain areas that you've been struggling have you seen any breakthroughs come into your life lately, especially in those areas that you've been praying and asking God for? If not, then it's time to seriously engage God, fervently, as we repent and call out to Him for mercy. I pray that you will give heed to this message today. I pray that you will allow this word To penetrate deep into the recesses of your being and bring correction, bring reproof and conviction that will bring about fruit to the glory and honor of our precious Savior. So I want to leave you with these thoughts. I don't want to go on repeating myself, but I believe that I have delivered the now word that God has put on my heart to give you. And as I've mentioned to you, I I have no notes. I said to the Lord, I'm going to put myself out there as I used to when I was preaching more than teaching. And I said, I'm going to trust you to give me the utterance that I need and the words that I need to share with your people. God loves us. He loves us more than we will ever realize nor understand. But the Word says, whom the Lord loves, He also brings correction to. He chastens because He wants the very best for each and every one of us. Let's conclude our session, rather conclude the ministry of the Word. We will go into communion and then we will give thanks to the Lord for the gifts, the tithes, the first fruits, and the offerings that we have received for the month of March, as we usually do on the first Sunday of every month. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for your never ending mercy and love. Lord, for your incredible patience and tolerance toward us that you continue to wait and wait and wait for months and even years, Father, for us to awaken out of our spiritual slumber, out of our spiritual complacency, and begin to fervently seek your face, begin to engage you with the means that you have given us, Father. And I pray that you will bring a spiritual, emotional, and mental awakening to all of us, that we would come to the place where we would humble ourselves before you, and we would diligently seek your face, so that you may release additional revelation knowledge, additional spiritual understanding, that we so desperately need for adequate preparation and spiritual readiness to run when you speak and to move with you into those things that you have already prepared for us. We ask this in the wonderful name of Jesus and we thank you for it. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this message.